there's another squad attacking. Welcome to the third party in Apex Legends podcast hosted by myself, Shay, and joined as always by my co-host, Henry. Henry, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well. Glad uh, that you're back, mm-hmm. safe and sound, and uh, definitely ready to hustle. It has been a good uh, last couple of weeks, but I'm happy to be back. Can't believe I made it on the airplane. For anyone that doesn't know, I got a huge fear of flying. So uh, that's always the uh, negative on any vacation that I take with the fam. We got a fun episode for you guys today. It's sponsored by Redesign, and today we're going to be discussing a bunch of awesome Apex news. Looking forward to season nine with some news and leaks, as well as a listener submitted legend concept. Before we do any of that, though, make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Third Party Pod. Follow us on Twitch. Our first stream is going to be April 8th. We're going to be streaming Thursdays and Saturdays. Check us out on Twitch at Third Party Pod for a face cam stream and our full schedule. It should be an absolute blast. Seriously looking forward to it. Do you have anything you want to say about the stream? We're hyped. It's going to be a lot of fun. We have, you know, a bunch of mods already lined up. Great design. It's, I think it's really going to impress people that have seen our previous streams. And if you haven't, definitely stop by because we're going to be locked and loaded. It's going to be a really fun time. Super excited. I've been uh, hustling to get right back into prime apex shape for the stream That's since right. my vacation. <laughs> Next, if you'd like to help continue the third-party podcast and the community we've grown, please consider supporting us on Patreon. The support recently has just been insane, and with your pledge, you can receive bonus episodes, exclusive behind-the-scenes content, replica weapons, and much, much more. Your support means a lot to us, and we look forward to chatting and playing with our awesome patrons. And thanks to all the patrons, we were able to, today, make a massive upgrade in audio equipment, you are currently listening to our last recording session on our ATR 2100s before we upgrade to the Shure SM7Bs. Really excited to hear your guys' thoughts on that. But it's been something that was a, a goal of ours for a long time. Yeah, we we really haven't spent a dime of the small amount of money that we've made over the last year plus of the mm-hmm. podcast. And we've really been hesitant and saving up for this major audio upgrade. Um, and so... We'll see next week if anyone can tell the difference. We're really excited about it. Um, we're definitely getting into the pro equipment, though. Yeah. From the amateur podcasting to pro. No doubt. Let's dive into the episode now and start it off with a couple five-star reviews. First review is coming from Pilot Rogue X. I have just recently started playing Apex, and I've been looking for more info about the game and some ways to improve my gameplay. Shay and Henry have been very helpful with this, especially when it comes to stats and overall info about the game. Thanks guys so much. Now, as I said, I've just recently started playing and I'm thinking about which legend to get first after the defaults. I've played a lot of Pathfinder and Bangalore and I really like the Sentinel R99 combo. I'm still at level 10, so getting a legend is a little is a little while in the future, but I just want to get a rec- recommendation for two people who have been playing the game from day one. Thanks again, and keep up the amazing work. This is always the hardest thing, recommending the first unlock, because the meta shifts, and it's hard to say, like, you should just unlock whoever is meta right now, because if you were going to do that, you'd just say unlock Horizon, and that'll give you the best chance statistically with that playstyle to maybe win. And so it's so hard. And so I always go for like, everyone's usable, everyone's fun, pick the character and the legend you seem the most attracted to, to just play. Like, is the personality the thing? Is it the play style per se? 
Uh, we've got some great breakdowns of uh, tons of the legends, especially the new ones. So you can always go back and listen to those and check it out. Um, what, what are maybe your thoughts though? I'd say it's a hard question to answer. Yeah. Um, Mastering the Legends, I think is a really great resource. Go back to our previous episodes. Um, but right now I think Octane would be hard to live without for me personally. That's fair. I think I'm, you know, Gibraltar Bloodhound, but my third right now is Octane. So I think that's hard to pass up, but like you said, there's a lot of great options and play style differs a lot. So check it out. Octane has been my main since my short return to the game He's so awesome. far. Yeah. Last review coming from Frobro10. Hey guys, last week I came back to the game after like two years. Went from bronze four to gold four in two days without any real knowledge of what I was doing. Fair or not, I was shocked to find such a high quality podcast about Apex. Looking forward to using this to help me gain a play style and tactical awareness. You guys are great. Keep it up. Tactical awareness is what you do with the third party. Yep, we try. You know, a little bit of strategy, a little bit of news, a little bit of commentary. Mm -hmm. Try to keep it real. Glad that uh, you're liking what we're up to. With that, though, let's dive into some news. First piece of news. Game director Chad Grenier, along with another some devs, went on the Brown Girl Gamer Code Twitch stream slash podcast and shared some interesting information regarding the future of apex legends and so i've got a couple fun quotes from this it was almost a three hour uh long session and talk so we're going to pull some really fun quotes kind of discuss them uh and the first one being chad said at this point we know our season 9 10 11 and 12 legends i believe in terms of testing those legends chad also said we're good developers but not the best players of the game so when you have the pros come in and play get a lot of insight so very interesting to hear how far in advance Apex is working right now and a very new level of involvement for pro players having the ability to test new legends. It was something that they'd been asking for for a while and we'd never had any confirmations that it was happening until now. Yeah, it is really interesting, you know, the whole playtesting cycle and legend development. Um, I think it's easy to say legends are a major impact mm-hmm. to a game that's named after its legends. Yeah. Um, so it is very interesting to see that a, they are already nailed down, Mm -hmm. um, for the next four seasons, which is a very long time in the future. Yes. It's Um, a year. Yeah. (laughs) It's a big deal. Um, Shay and I, you know, off, uh, Mike, we're talking about kind of the future of legends and how important we think they are to the game, but also looking at recent history and the legends impact Mm -hmm. and that you know you look at fuse and rampart and revenant and crypto these kind of bottom five legends Mm -hmm. not super impactful um to the day-to-day play a lot of resources Mm -hmm. get put into them so we're always going to be really fascinated about legends but i think looking to the future we don't want We want Legends to be a really big, Mm -hmm. positive impact to the game. Totally. Next kind of interesting tidbit from this interview. uh, For fans of Titanfall, Chad dropped some really interesting quotes about Season 9. Amidst the recent leaks we've been having, the context is even more interesting. Uh, He said, next season, Season 9, you're actually going to see a ton of Titanfall coming back into the game in one way or another. I've told some people before, if you're a Titanfall fan, hang on for Season 9 because there's going to be some really cool stuff there. Beware, though. So for all the Titan lovers, though, and the leak lovers, uh, which we won't mention anything, but as Chad said, Respawn currently doesn't have any plans to add Titans to Apex, at least in the current roadmap. 
mentioning that maybe someday in another mode down the line that could come, but nothing is currently planned. What were some of your thoughts maybe here in that quote? Yeah, I mean, first off, the Titanfall content, I love it. It's Mm -hmm. great. We've had a lot of kind of teases about the universe and characters like Ash and Blisk, um, but I'm really excited uh, for where the plot goes next season in terms of the Titanfall universe. Uh, for Titans, uh, it's hard to hard to swallow that pill mm-hmm. since we kind of saw a little bit of a leak that indicated that maybe a Titan would be coming into the game in some form. Um, but I think it's also nice to hear from the game director that they're not going to do something that disruptive yeah. that for the last two years they have sworn up and down mm-hmm. will never happen. So I think nice to have some consistency there. Totally. It's going to be so interesting, though, to see what is a Titanfall element being added into the game because mm-hmm. i think into the game is more than lore we have lore that relates to titanfall ton of it blisk ash the universe as a whole yeah. so if it's actually being physically added into the game what does that mean because my first thought just goes to like wall running and double jumping around the map as like a feature and so i'm very curious what this means for titanfall fans i'm curious uh yeah, I'm beyond curious. Yeah. Last but not least in this interview, Chad mentioned that private matches for all players are coming in the future. He mentioned that it's not an easy thing to accomplish, but they want to get it out soon with full crossplay enabled access to everyone. Something that we've been wanting for the longest time. So happy for it to be on the way in the near future, it sounds like. You might hear some third-party uh, tournaments coming. Yeah, this is epic. Uh, we are very, very excited about this. Um, it's so cool. I mean, we've been trying to organize something large and exciting uh, for a long time, and definitely for our Patreon community to be able to play with all of them kind of at once is yeah. something that we would absolutely love to do and should be able to do. So we're excited. I would like to say that soon means season 10. Yeah, um, I'd hope. but. It's cool. We're definitely holding our breath for that. Yeah, it could be a very random feature maybe that drops in the middle of a season as well. Like, There's a lot of unknowns. Next piece of news, update on the Nintendo Switch launch. Roughly 75% of Switch players are new to Apex Legends and that there is more optimization coming to make the game run better. Very big growth factor, which we're going to talk about uh, later this week, but incredibly interesting to see that 75% of the players are new to Apex. I wonder how they got that figure. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if it was based off of how good they were at the game and mm-hmm. how fast they progressed or same-ish username. I don't really know, but it seems great. There's some interesting privacy concerns potentially with that one. <laughs> it seems great. You know, Switch, <laughs> you know, was a big, we were really excited about it. Yeah. And we thought mm-hmm. it was going to be really impactful to the game. Uh, the rollout was a little uh, slower and stickier than we may have wanted uh we both are not going to be switching platforms Mm -hmm. uh anytime soon but uh it's it's nice to hear that it it attracted a lot of new players totally we also had a new lore short come out on the play apex twitter kind of showing a rift forming between bangalore and wraith in this short wraith grabs bangalore's knife for new heirloom uh, from her locker in confusion over why bangalore has a pilot's knife they kind of get into a scuffle Bang says a pilot gave it to her. Wraith seems to assume that it could be a data knife, and because of her history as a pilot, she thinks she can figure out information that is on the knife to help both her and Bangalore. Uh, Yeah, they end up fighting pretty intensely. 
Uh, it's broken up by the good old man, Mirage. But thank yeah, the heavens. Thank the heavens. But Bangalore is definitely showing some resentment towards Wraith and her history. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that relationship evolves. This was kind of our first peek into their interaction like this. Any thoughts on the lore itself or maybe how it was introduced into us again? We have been getting so many indications from writers that Bangalore lore is a really big deal and that we should be expecting a lot and that things were kind of deferred um, last year. Um, And so I love this stuff. She's such a alpha personality. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she's a major leader throughout all the legends. Um, And going head to head with Wraith, who is from a player-based perspective, perspective kind of the big leader yeah um but personality wise you know kind of tormented mm-hmm. and less of kind of a big bold personality so i thought this was a really interesting story i'm excited to learn more about bangalore and certainly wraith is a lot of a mystery she doesn't really know who she is so mm-hmm. i love this kind of stuff i've kind of come to terms with how the information is being presented as well yeah. and i'm just kind of enjoying the uh you know fan art that is going into this lore shorts it's really cool at this point for sure Next piece of news, Watson information from Daniel Klein on Reddit, confirming she is still one of the strongest characters in the game with one of the highest win rates, and also that low profile will be removed soon. Uh, This comment actually caused a bit of uproar on Twitter. We tried to tame it down a little bit, get some positive vibes going out there, Uh, but there was some frustration around Watson still being good and not being fun, essentially, is what everybody was saying. Like, who cares about Watson's good? Like, anyone's going to be good that plays that slow and she doesn't even help you with that like playing defensive anymore and the stats very much don't line up with that assumption it's been a very very interesting discord surrounding watson um i love it Mm -hmm. pretty much because Mm -hmm. it really supports what you and i talk about about power comes down to play style yep and place like and it can't really buff or nerf Mm -hmm. play style Mm -hmm. and i think that just watson is a prime example to know that she has a very high win rate um i know that daniel would say and has said that you want to win more games learn watson totally and that's i like that a lot and i think it's a good perspective for legend balancing and game design to say we don't have to make everybody fast and crazy Mm -hmm. we can isolate different play styles and yep. let them flourish mm-hmm. and what's incredible is that they are yeah watson has a very low pick rate but a very high win rate which is perfect mm-hmm. that you can't get better than that because I, we know that there's going to be someone at the bottom of the pick rate yep. but the fact that they're getting rewarded mm-hmm. with their play style is exquisite i love it i love it i really am happy that that sentiment is reflected internally mm-hmm. i said on the last show maybe not the last show a recent show like if watson is going to be at the bottom of the leaderboard with her play style which is just not as stereotypical fun as other legends she needs to be able to be successful and there were concerns of that and now those I, are squashed we were very concerned i i yeah. did not think that she would have maintained her win rate dominance mm-hmm. from last season but she has and it's great and to the people that say that she's just not fun, the response to that is winning is fun. It is. And so if you subscribe mm-hmm. to her playstyle, you really enjoy the win and she mm-hmm. gets you that win, which is great. So 
I love the Watson news. I think that's a really good kind of end point on that conversation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like after low profile is removed, we can kind of be happy with her state because mm-hmm. people were up in the air. Yeah, people are up in there. And I do think it's not going away, though. I don't think it's going no. away anytime soon, unfortunately. Last piece of news before we get into weeks, Tom Cassiello, a senior writer at Apex Legends, posted a tweet. And we'll break down why this one's important, but the tweet essentially is kind of funny, joking tone, but it says, gets notification, opens on laptop, jaw drops, I can't even. Season nine. You all don't even know. You don't even know, seriously. Season nine, Apex Legends, no hype big enough and this is important because we talk about devs all the time hyping up the game and sometimes behind the scenes more so than actually on the show uh, there has been some maybe false hype and hyping up ltms that were a disappointment to people and some other examples of that we don't actually need to share on here we don't need to throw anybody on the bus all good all good devs do great job tom has very much not been the one hyping things up like this so to see something like this coming from him as the writer specifically uh it's just very exciting for henry and i to be like this is a guy that doesn't do this uh something big must actually really be coming this season that has already been getting hype pretty much in season four like they talked about yeah. season nine and ten as like just huge turning points it's in the true. game it's mm-hmm. funny it's definitely comedic to know that we have been looking forward to nine and ten for over a year yeah for some reason, that's just how, and that's pre-COVID. Mm-hmm, like that's mm-hmm. pretty much the roadmap as it's always been. Just hold your breath, wait for nine and ten. Um, this is crazy. I mean, this is a big news. This is a pretty conservative guy. Um, doesn't really say crazy things that often. Mm-hmm. Um, and from a writing perspective, Shay and I are really interested in quests and the lore totally. and the universe. And so for him to say no hype is big enough <laughs> means. It's bigger than season five. Yeah. It, it has to be bigger than season Which five. Which was the most lore we ever got by a significant margin. And so we're really excited. This has been a big news segment. Did not hype up the quest book this much. No, definitely not. <laughs> like, definitely not. Nothing has been referred to as season nine has by Tom. And we put a lot of stock in mm-hmm. his opinion and what he says. So this is something that has us really jazzed up. Season nine. I, I'm excited. It's early. I'm We're still nervous early, though. Like I'm, the, I'm nervous, but I'm excited. You start setting expectations like this and you have to get nervous yeah. and excited. We're going to talk about some leaks now. As always, if you are not a fan of leaks, the timestamp for when we finish talking about them will be in the description below. Feel free to skip ahead. Uh, it's all good. No worries. First leak though, coming from our guy at Shrug on Twitter. War games information kind of came out and I'm going to break this down. We got a bunch of events here, but I think the best way to go about this is we're going to go one by one and we'll kind of give some thoughts on each one before we go to the next one. But essentially the war games event is going to be a standard event with a playlist takeover that is going to have Maggie return as the announcer with new events rotating every two days. I know a lot of people are going to be a little disappointed in the return of Maggie myself, maybe included, uh, but we're going to make the best of it that we can. The audio things with the whole ring, yeah. I think was more annoying and coupled totally. together. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Maggie, she's a terrorist. I do not like her, mm-hmm. but she's coming back. But she's coming back. First mode though is going to be called killing time. 
Each time a player is eliminated from the match, the ring shrinks and this ramps up further into the game, essentially putting the game into hyperspeed. Really, really cool concept. Mm-hmm. I, I have a hard time picturing it in my head. I'd love to see this in game. If it comes in, I'm going to be really excited um, just because I wonder how this is going to control the pace. Yeah. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. times we'll get to, you know, uh, four or five squads left and mm-hmm. it'll be really long. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this there's will the concern, avoid that. Like, maybe, maybe, but also have longer portions where mm-hmm. you're stuck at four and five and it's a, it's a ring two ring three zone yeah and there is really no pinwheel so i wonder if there's any more uh kind of conditions in here but seems really cool I, I, i'm really excited to try it i out. hope it's pretty extreme i hope as soon as you hit five squads you're seeing each other everybody sees yeah. each other and pretty it, small like it's small yeah. and people are running from the zone and it's going to be really interesting use those heat shields uh, because you'll be in round one theoretically but the ring would be shrinking super fast is yeah. kind of my thought Next mode, though, auto banners. When a teammate is eliminated, you automatically pick up their beacon and the mode will be filled with lots of mobile respawn beacons. Fun? Really cool thing to test. Mm-hmm. I think that the whole grabbing of banners after somebody is eliminated is a is a nice balance mechanic, mm-hmm. but nobody likes it when an enemy team camps a banner. Yeah. That's no fun. And mm-hmm. so being able to eliminate that and get more people into the game could be a nice thing to experiment with uh, increase the quality of life yeah we'll see how the uh mobile respawn beacons play if it just becomes a crazy fest of people pushing people that are getting respawned like crazy and if it's a little chaotic and feels overwhelming that could be a concern uh but totally a fun ltm to kind of try out next one armor regen all shields are removed from the loot pool but like the name armor regenerates over time essentially you're getting watson's passive but i'm assuming it'll be a bit more intense would be my assumption at least i'd hope they're gonna keep it looks like they're gonna keep my batteries in there yes which is good cells was the key i don't know what you would do i don't know what you'd do honestly cells are gonna be gone (laughs) i think it's a really cool idea um i think again the loot is a really important part of apex it it really dictates the pace of play especially with the healables but Mm -hmm. this idea is cool um and I love them experimenting with it. This whole event, War Games, mm-hmm. I feel like I got to take the week off of work or something. <laughs> like, I don't want to miss any of these. Yeah. Um, just because there's a lot of really cool things that they're going to experiment with. Next one is Flare Up. Bring Flare's return, but spawn and leave rapidly with a max time of 45 seconds. Uh, as long as this comes into the game with no glitches and no games are crashing, I think uh, it's two days and this might be a more enjoyable way of experimenting with the flares 45 seconds max uh could be a little interesting yeah next one armored drop drop in with a full loadout level one armor level one helmet and re45 with all level one attachments two syringes and two shield cells uh this feels like a test of something maybe uh, on the horizon it really does um popping you in with an re45 that's legit that's a serious weapon, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, that's no P twenty. I don't know Mozam. Have ever done it? We've never done this yeah. before. Um, a lot of people say RE forty five is a final ring type of weapon that can go head to head with the My teammate the best. was using it today instead of the R nine. Got the dub, but it's a really mm-hmm. great weapon. I I like it a lot, mm-hmm. but this is curious. I did not think they would do this, um, and I definitely didn't think this would ever be on a roadmap for a starting loadout so this will be a lot of fun with the heels and such as well though it is a drop into fight not a drop into loot and so 
that's going to be really interesting to see how it plays. For sure. Next mode, second chance. After first death, immediately drop back in from above, retaining all of your armor, weapons, and inventory. Very gulag style, it sounds like, but even more extreme because you keep everything. Yeah, we've done this before with every next ring. Yeah. You'd be auto-respawned. But um, even then, we didn't have the loadouts retained, did we? No. Yeah. Um. So this is going to be interesting. It's going to um, be chaos. <laughs> Really fast pace of play and mm-hmm. very much similar to the gulags where you're kind of dropping back onto the fight that yeah. you may have, you know. You might die and you're going to have to get used to not wanting to limb people yeah. on the team. And because if you are in a fight, you might come yeah. back in and finish the fight before your teammates yeah. are done if they can prolong it. Like it's going to be a weird. Really interesting point about not going for the LM. Mm-hmm. Protecting these protecting knocked people. The knocked people. No yeah. nades, people. No. <laughs> Let's <laughs> chill. Last but not least, because it'll be Henry's favorite mode, we have ultra zones, flashpoints, and hot zones throughout the map. You like hot zones? Yep. You like flashpoints? Perfect. This is going to be the mode for you. Yeah. Flashpoints was really cool back in season five. You had this kind of passive healing within these mm-hmm. big, big kind of bubbles or zones. Um, Really cool. A lot of people liked it. I'd say it was probably the favorite takeover LTM in the last six months. Yeah, I think it, was it was really popular. Really, like people liked it more than Winter Express. So I think that's really cool and we'll see the future. We got some more leaks coming from Bias 12. A couple fun ones. We have the L-Star potentially being the next reactive skin in the Battle Pass Season 9. Fun gun. L-Star is good. I'd I'd be excited for this one. Um, I think cool. the reactive could be really cool just because mm-hmm. the weapon already has crazy flares, you know, coming off. Of yeah, it. it'll um, be interesting to see how they balance that with the actual yeah. movement of the gun. A lot of people though are liking the L Star recently. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's a cool gun. It's gotten some interesting buffs back in season six. Um, it's one to one to not pass up mm-hmm. early game and even bringing it into the mid game. Crypto likely to get the next heirloom, a sword called a Jaikto. I nailed it. Apologize if the pronunciation is wrong, uh, but awesome. Crypto swords are always fun. Next leak, Ash Ultimate is in game testing with the name of Phase Breach, a shorter range, fast phase dash, which leaves behind a portal. Very interesting. Pulls already two concepts that we're used to from the game already and some Titanfall abilities. Any thoughts maybe on pulling similar abilities to new ones essentially is you the get idea to a point where you know you want to keep abilities fun and you know mobility centered and team focused and i think with this one maybe it's it's pulling from ash's lore essentially totally, totally. is really what it is it is a pretty whack ability i will just take one step back and say this whole if crypto gets the next heirloom watson got skipped Oh like yeah, 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 and that is a bit offensive. But I've been really excited for a crypto heirloom, so just had to throw that in. It's definitely a little uh, of a shame for uh, crypto. Next, we have some arenas map potentially being leaked. So separate from current Apex locations, unlike previously leaked, uh, it is a small circular style arena with lots of random cover. Kind of looks like the firing range from an aesthetic point of view and a coloring. Uh, there's a chute as well that leads down to a metal platform overlooking water. There's a care package that's been dropped in the center of the arena as well. Uh, 
I have some reminders on what we've had leaked in the past. Do, I want, do you want me to rattle through these and then we maybe talk about arenas briefly? Yeah. So in the past, Shrugtool leaked that arenas are going to be most likely a 3v3 skirmish style permanent playlist uh, that they would take place in POIs from the maps and contained areas. Uh, obviously, that kind of contradicts what was just leaked recently by Bias. So we'll see what develops there. There's supposed to be two spawn points protected by Gibby Bubbles, with each arena having an airdrop in the middle and a med bin on the side with large heels. There's going to be three ending ring points, one towards each spawn and one in the center, leading to the idea that maybe this is a best of three style mode. Uh, loadouts are very unclear, though, on the data mining side on how they're going to operate, but that they are likely to come rather than looting off the ground, essentially. Arenas are something very interesting and new to the game if we get it in this next season or in the near future at all what are maybe some of your thoughts looking at these leaks as they are i think either way i'm really excited yeah. i think that it's just shaping up to be such a fun new playlist for apex and i'm gonna love to see it either way the more recent leak in terms of what this arena might look like um, with its own specific map, mm-hmm. um, I think it's really interesting because that's very, very different than, you know, having a map at artillery and a map totally. at, you know, different places around the map. Um, but either way, I like it. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's cool. Um, I'm very excited for arenas and I think the player base is ready. Essentially it's continued to grow yeah. and I think it can support another playlist. However it comes in whatever form, I think it's just going to be so fun playing 3v3 with this kind of movement. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we'll obviously keep you posted as we learn more. Uh, before we get into the legend concept, though, uh, here's a word from our sponsor, Redesign. Redesign is launching an innovative pre-workout product, which improves the experience of taste and consumption through easy-to-use sleeves. We've partnered with them to give away free third-party hats as well as discounted membership to our Patreon. If you're interested in supporting their venture, head over to their Indiegogo to pledge your support and get some awesome rewards like merch or Patreon support. That'll help us out as well. Link in the description to check out their page. This week, they are also doing a giveaway with no purchase necessary. They're giving away seven prizes, a third-party and redesigned hat, three one-month master tier Patreon memberships for the third party, and three boxes of dry screw products for you to try out. All you have to do to enter is put your phone number or email to be contacted if you win. Link in our description. The odds are certainly in your favor to win something. Definitely go check it out. We'll be announcing the winners of the giveaway on next week's Wednesday episode. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Now to dive into a legend concept. This is something that we just have not been able to do uh, mm-hmm. in what feels like months. I haven't had the time. Yeah, for real. It's, mm-hmm. There's been so much content this season and last season. There was so much going on. Um, and now even we're going twice a week. I mm-hmm. feel like we haven't even had a moment to, to feature a concept. But this time we're going to feature a concept by a listener on Discord named Ozoox. O-S-O-O-X. And their legend's real name is Max McCoy. And their in-game legend name would be Bones. And first, I'm going to go into the lore. Mm -hmm. Growing up, Max lived in a IMC-controlled planet. He saw the horror of the IMC, and he knew that he had to help stop the madness. So he joined the militia, and he went up the chain of command. 
Then one day, he and some of his friends joined a small but elite team of spies that infiltrated the IMC and learned their battle strategies and info on Titans. Then one day, the IMC found out about the spies and found them and killed them and everyone they loved. After a failed attempt on his life, Max joins the games to secretly take out the syndicate and get his revenge. Very intense backstory. I, I'm a big spy fan, but yeah. family murdered, climbing up the ladder for years. Like this is some Hydra style stuff. Yeah, we we have legends on both sides of the IMC. A hundred percent. Some would definitely agree with Max mm-hmm. about uh, who they are and what they stand for. Um, but we also have others that think the IMC um, were just as justified in their war. And I'll be honest, frontier. Pathfinder's Quest did not uh, help out my opinion in any way towards one side. Definitely yeah. brought some humanity to the IMC, who was just looked at so negatively in the Titanfall universe by a lot of you know the perspective, at least from who you're playing. Yeah. Let's now, do the abilities. The yeah. abilities. Mm-hmm. So passive, start us off, double jump. Max can double jump anywhere except on a jump pad. Then it's just a regular jump. Um, really cool. You know, nice little uh, little extra lift mm-hmm. a little bit is a cool passive. It'd be good mobility, I think. If you were just taking Octane's double jump, like the second jump mm-hmm. off of that and adding it to every jump, there's probably a couple more walls that you might be able to climb. There's probably a couple more shots you'll get the enemy to miss when you double jump in combat. Like that is not an easy technique at all would be double jumping and still shooting. But if you could master that with this character, that could be a very powerful strafing ability and a very powerful one-on-one combat legend. Yeah. I'd I'd really like to see, we may be getting Valk Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. the future. Maybe. And she kind of has hover light abilities. I'd really like to see double jump coupled with hover because then i think it could be a real uh in combat passive Mm -hmm. which we know is a big strength totally next the tactical cloak max has special clothes that can cloak max cloak is 15 seconds when activated cloak deactivates if you shoot your gun uh but then the cooldown is shorter so if you cloak five seconds later uh, then your cooldown will be reduced Mm -hmm. instead of if you had 15 seconds fully cloaked and the cooldown is 25 seconds very similar to mirage and, and the ultimate at least but called the old way ultimate, back in the, the old ultimate i will say we've talked about cloak coming to the game as a really cool idea it would need to be good though because if you are looking at someone while they activate their ability you can track them this is not an escape ability essentially this is a preemptive into a fight ability to get the extra little flank on somebody and that might not be as powerful as i think you first read this and assume that invisibility would be in a game by all means i think this would be a good good tactical um, but it's not a phase you're not getting out of anywhere most likely with this i really like the duration the 15 seconds Mm -hmm. i think would fit really well into the game we always thought that mirages was just way too short and that you couldn't actually flank mm-hmm. with it. Um, so I'd be eager to see this in the game. But like you said, it is more of a stealth ability. So mm-hmm. maybe this is someone that could get attached to Revenant uh, oh, or yeah. something. Some sort of stealth kit, I think, is where Cloak needs to be. And I honestly think that it could fit into the game. So 
It's been taken away from Mirage for the most part. I think you could build a full legend around Cloak. Um, so I like this ability a lot, and the numbers around it make a lot of sense to me. Let's wrap it up. The ultimate. Flashpoint. Max deploys a force field that passively heals health anyone inside, like the LTM Flashpoint. We really thought this might be coming to the game as a lifeline yeah. rework, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all for this ability. I think it would be very good. I think it uh, is really cool. And I think that the way you could deploy it in game with how would you position your team and how do you make sure you are using it at the right time so the enemy isn't healing as well. And I think there's a lot of nuances to it. Flashpoint is just a beloved mode. So incorporating the ability into the game, uh, I think would be popular and effective. Yeah, I, I like this a lot. I think this entire kit is a really great package. Mm-hmm. You have some mobility, have some kind of tactical diversion, but also mobility. And then a support ultimate is a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think you could, you know, crank up the passive healing a little more than what's in Flashpoint. But overall, I think this is a really fun concept. Love the lore. Um, if you have a legend concept, please submit mm-hmm. it in our Discord. Uh, it's guaranteed to be answered if you are a certain tier on patreon so definitely check that out if you'd like to guarantee us reading it off um but yeah we love legend concepts hopefully we make time to make sure we do more maybe we should just do like a legend concept show or something we have so many in the discord right now choosing one was really hard but yeah let's throw max in the offensive category and call it good uh let's wrap it up now with some five star questions first coming though from gambler lee who is an awesome patron the third party pod is one of the best out there, not just for the game they cover, but in general. The hosts are thoughtful, well researched, and have amazing voices to boot. When I started, I was the typical pubs player dive, die, on drop, repeat, and I would get so frustrated that I couldn't do anything. Then, after some trial and error, I found third party pod. You guys are the reason I decided to be a flex player rather than picking a main. You guys are the reason I always carry an extra grenade. And you guys are the reason I've gotten my 2K badges for Fuse, Rampart, Bangalore, and Pathfinder. Thank you both for being not only amazing hosts, but amazing people and fostering a healthy community of Apex players that build up each other. Keep it up. Now for my question, what are your favorite optics for an LMG and what other optics, if any, would you like to see added to the game in the future? Thanks so much for the nice review, Lee. It's been a real pleasure having you in the community. I think we've all enjoyed uh, having you in our hangouts. I have some great questions uh, as usual. Mm-hmm. Always fun discussion. Um, for LMGs, I go with a two times bruiser um, all day, every day. Seconded uh, for an optic I'd love to see in the game in the future. We've been kind of saying it for a while here and there, but a two times digi on an assault rifle LMG would be so cool to have in the game. It'd be really, really cool. I'd mm-hmm. love to see it. Um, it could be pretty cool. Getting more creative than that. We've been saying that for a year. Yeah, that's um, true. But it would be cool to have some sort of smart pistol optic. Mm, mm. Like if you could have something that had aim assist built into it. Interesting. It could be cool, but it would be more of a hop up mm-hmm. idea. But I just really like the optics of the smart pistol. Kind of mm-hmm. how it highlights the 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 enemies totally. with the box. Even if it was just that, no aim assist, I think mm-hmm. it could be a really cool visual to and they have that in COD. Yeah. So yeah, they yeah. kind of you have optics that are not a digi threat, but kind of put Highlights. a box or a target. Yeah. I think that's a cool idea. So having someone like that could be cool as well. I like that one. Next question coming from Silicon FT. 
I've been playing since season five and have started loving this pod since November last year, and I currently main Octane, Horizon, and Bloodhound. Do you think the meta would change if Hammerpoint was added to the Mozam and P20 by default? Like what happened to the triple take? How do you think it would affect the game? Also, do you have any tips for staying alive in intense, close quarters combat, especially when you get stuck in small buildings with one or two teams surrounding you? Some good questions there. Very good. To answer first for the meta question, you got to check out our secondary episode recently and talk mm-hmm. about the power of the hammer point in the P20 Mosam. Uh, I will tell you right now, if those guns both had a hammer point by default, it would change how I play the game. Whether that means the meta would change, I cannot confirm, but it would change how I pick up guns uh, right now in Apex. What about you, though? It certainly would impact things. Mm-hmm. I mean, off the drop. They'd be the best weapons in the game. Oh, yeah. Um, it'd be huge. I do not think that's going to happen. Um, but the future of hop-ups is something that we are itching to get a professional mm-hmm. uh, impact on it, and their opinion um, from Respawn. So that's a really good question. Second thing, um, we've had a similar question to this, I believe, on a public episode mm-hmm. regarding what do you do when you're in a small building? And the best answer is, don't go in small buildings with one or two entrances. Like that's just do not do that mm-hmm. um, in ranked or intense lobbies. Um, best tips: stay close together. Um, kind of. I mean, grenades are a big risk, but uh, you don't want to spread yourself too thin, mm-hmm. where somebody can get an easy pick on one side, uh, and there's just one person there. Staying together makes people struggle to aim and actually get knocks. Um, but really don't do it, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah, don't do it. If you have to, play doors, block doors, make sure you're strafing and make sure you're crowd spamming. Those like uh, Any little thing you can do to hopefully avoid a couple bullets because you could be in some trouble with one or two teams surrounding you. Last question coming from Little Peepa. I love your podcast and it helps me out a ton in game and helps me find new tips and tricks to play Apex. I was also wondering if you'd ever consider having someone from the Xylobrad game come onto your podcast also, you guys talk about your Twitch channel a lot, but I can't find it, so I was wondering if you could clarify. Great, great question. Great question. The Twitch channel, you cannot actually search it yet because we have not gone live for a stream, so you have to click the link that is in the description or in the Discord, Instagram, anywhere. Any link will take you there, but actually searching third-party pod won't fully go live for everyone, at least some people have found it, but won't go live for everyone until we have streamed officially for the first time, which will be on Thursday. So exciting. Can't mm-hmm. wait. Um, we've had a lot of people interested about uh, Xylobrad. We're maybe going to get a connection into there. Mm-hmm. Um, could be really fun. Totally. Thank you so much, everyone. Subscribe on Apple Pods. Give us a follow on Spotify. Leave a five-star view with your question. We'll answer it on our next episode. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Third Party Pod. Follow us on Twitch via the link in the description and check out the Discord via the link in the description. It's a great time over there. Thank you for listening to the Third Party Podcast. Peace. Hey now, another squad coming in. Boom, whole squad down. Hey, brother, not today. Maybe tomorrow.